Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Maybe he dropped the pass, but you know what? They put the pressure on. Okay, I don't know if they saw the hit coming from the side. Maybe he had a little, you know, little stutter step or something. I don't know. Why can't we give our defenses uh, uh, their flowers and say they made the stops, the biggest stops of the year when we needed them to? Mm-hmm. It was a huge momentum shift. I say the crowd was on their hands, sitting on their hands the first half. And my boy, I'm going to shout out my boy Aiden. He texted me at halftime and said the comeback starts now. The comeback is going to start now. This is going to be a great game. And all of a sudden, I make that amazing catch, the ladybug catch. I don't know how we're ever going to describe it, but all of a sudden, the momentum changed. The crowd started getting a little louder, and then they got the fumble. And all of a sudden, it was just the crowd wouldn't sit down for the rest of the game. It was insane. And I, I think they just couldn't stop it. I think the Niners, they got the momentum. This Niners defense, you can't give them any momentum. And you did. And it was just, it, okay, let's talk about Brock. Okay. He may not have made all the right throws. And yeah, Debo and CMC, they ran the thing. But when we needed him to make a play, he used his legs. Yep. And he got the first down when we needed them. And you know what? That's the make of a great quarterback. It's not about just athletic skills. It's about making the plays when you need to make them. And he did. And I'm telling you guys, that I, I'm still floating right now. Hey, I lost my voice. Pat, yeah. so what did we do at the beginning of the, of the third quarter when you came back from uh, the restroom to the seats? What, what did we oh, do? Bonte, did you I, ever do this? Tell, <laughs> tell them what we did. My, 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 my brothers, my brothers we, we sit down. I sit down on my seats. My brother says, we got to switch seats. We got to switch to something going on. And the two, the two guys in front of us, they hear what we did. They do the same thing and say, we're doing the same thing. We got Everyone's got to switch seats. That's it, great. It, there was something going on. The it, vibes? It, it, was, it was magic. The vibes? The dudes was, in oh, front of us. There were a bunch of young dudes in front of us. Right. All of them were smoking the whole time in uh, the seats. Yeah, was, and we were having a great time. <laughs> the vibes were great. I it said was, to them, your energy was amazing. Yeah. Hey, well, I got to tell oh, you. It, well, it was. Go ahead, Deli Boy. Yeah, it was. Oh no! I'm just I'm just gonna piggyback on what my brother said. It was candlestick vibes. It was so that entire that entire section. It felt like everyone was family. We were screaming, jumping up and down, Hugging. acting a fool. It was the most amazing experience. I don't. I can't. I can't describe it, guys. I I can't believe we we made it here. And yeah, was it an ugly win? Was it an ugly way to get here? Sure. But am I going to look back and think about that? Like, no. well, well, we shouldn't. Well, no, I'm going to think back and say we won this game. And you know what? You play 60 minutes. You don't play 58, you don't play 57, you don't play a first half, you play 60 minutes of football, and that's what the Niners did. I love it. And as much as they sucked, as much as they sucked in the... <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, everybody is We're going to throw your brother in Alcatraz. Hey, brother. We're going to throw your brother in Alcatraz. I probably By shouldn't say this out loud. Everybody was enjoying themselves on the, way, on the way there and on the way home as I was driving. Right. And my boy DC got chicken parm sandwiches for everybody we ate the chicken parm sandwiches in the first half like half of our sandwich so on the ride back they were you know three sheets to the wind yeah enjoying chicken parm on the way back yeah windows rolled down hot breath everywhere just the sweat and the beer and the screaming and the yelling i bet bet. and you and me are on speakerphone reliving the game and they're like dude it's like we're watching the roast right now i mean like look man (laughs) 
In the suites behind me in my seats, 227, there's Frank Gore in one seat. Oh, yeah? There's Hunter Pitts in the other seat. Wow. I got to say, Hunter Pitts' energy on that fourth and two, he got into it. And he had that section lit last night. Lit. And then Frank Gore's got the ice behind me. And he's standing up the whole time with a glass of wine. And he's sitting there jacked up. And then there's Shanahan in another suite. I always look over to my right. Uh-huh. And there's Mike Shanahan in the corner by the wall. And he's just sitting there. Nobody really bothers him. And I'm always looking to see if he's on the phone, Uh if he has a headset or something. It's like, does he have a direct line to Kyle? The bat signal. The bat signal. And he's sitting over there. I'm thinking, what is Mike thinking right now? What is Mike Shanahan thinking? Is he going down to the locker room at halftime? I have no idea. But the circus catch. We're bringing out you. I got to hear it, Chasky. Here's Purdy. With a lot of time. Steps in the way. Watching deep. Going for Brandon. And then here's Shedahan on the Yayuk circus catch. Brock makes the right read, but then he launches it, and B.A. just did a hell of a job going up for it. So it wasn't going to be a pick, and then he came down with the catch, which was huge. I was never able to see whether he was down or not. They said he was, so it's great we punched it in later. We thought if we could get it going and make it a game on both sides, it would be a matter of time before we could score some points. But the way their offense was going, their defense was doing a couple things to get us off the field. But once B.A. made that play, it kind of unlocked it with such an explosive and, and kind of unlocked the whole team because right after getting that turnover that I believe get forced, that was huge. And right after that, you could feel the whole momentum with our players on our sideline in the stadium kind of flip, and you felt it was on after that. It was that moment, Shasky, when IU made that play. And I just thought, you know what? We're not going to lose this game. They're not going to lose. That was that. It, it wasn't the fourth and two because the Niners would have to go down and do their thing. And in fourth and two, I was just like, oh, my God, they dodged the bullet. That could have been the game. They dodged the bullets. Reynolds drops it, and he dropped another big one later in the football game. But that play with Ayuk, when he made that play, and the crowd's just losing their minds. And you look around, and all the Lions fans are kind of sitting down thinking, oh, no, here we go again. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's magic in the air. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. And the Avalanche, just they score. Lions get the ball. They fumble on the first play of their next possession. I, I Niners tie the what, football game up. I texted the group thread. I go, Goff is going to throw a pick. And they fumbled. They and said. they fumbled on the first play. <laughs> they fumbled on I the couldn't first believe play. It. And Goff. Goff, as good as he was at times yesterday. He got late. He missed Laporta. Yep. Remember he missed Laporta on that corner route? In the, the first half. Laporta, Laporta is, I mean, he's, oh he's my special. gosh. He, <laughs> I just, I, they got so many studs on that line. team. It's not even funny. I was watching them warm up a little bit before the game. They're a big team. Pene Sewell. So, I don't know if you noticed this. Niners are running out of the tunnel mm-hmm. as they're getting introduced. The defense is getting introduced mm-hmm. yesterday. And there's uh, Anzalone. And there's the other Rodriguez. Yeah. And they're standing there kind of looking at the Niners, like trying to intimidate them. And there's a couple other guys. And then Pene Sewell's kind of off to the side. And he's mugging the Niners. And I'm like, damn, Detroit, they want the smoke. Yeah, they do. And it came down four plays later. Hey, four plays, a minute 42 into the football game. And it was like, oh, yeah, they're here. They want the smoke. They're ready to roll. Pene Sewell for the Detroit Lions. I know we're, we're going to get back to the calls in a second. He has a chance to be one of the meanest nastiest right tackles we ever seen in pro football history that dude pulls 
He gets out on the edge. I don't know how many guys he laid out on their back. He wants all the smoke. Payday Sewell, I get why they drafted him in that first round of the top five. He's an all-time right tackle, Shasky. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, dude. That dude is so damn impressive. I love I love his game. They got a lot of studs on that line sideline. All right, I'm not going to lie to you. As you were going on that ramble there, which was brilliant. Ramble? I, I, I am so exhausted. It finally hit me. I'm now where you were like an hour and a half ago. Oh, I'm, I can't I'm, I'm believe and the emotions of that game. Like, <laughs> I am exhausted. I'm locked and loaded. Nah, you don't need to be exhausted. I need you the pick fans to call in today up. and uplift me. Hey, go get I some am, coffee. Go, go uh, get a break. I'm just, I just got my second win. I just got my second win, Pip. I prayed I during the break. The longer, the longer version. I prayed during the break. Give it to me. I prayed. Now... Now, I know a lot of people are going to think. I love that. I sent that photo on it. I know. Oh, man, that stage, man. He did it for the clicks and whatever. And it just has her phone out. And she, like, watch. Sometimes she just watches me during the game. And she's like, you're a legit psychopath. Well, like, you are. In, in the second quarter, this lady was standing up. She was standing up, so I didn't want to kick her chair. But the Niners gave up, like, a third. They didn't give up the third and 18 at Amarase Brown. I kicked the hell out of the chair. I was ready to throw a chair. I was ready to walk out the stadium. I was in a very, very dark place at halftime. Like, you have no idea. Maybe I'm having I was, a meltdown. Oh, yeah. I was not, no, it wasn't no meltdown. It was something inside of me was just thinking, why did I fall in love with sports? And I just closed my eyes. I put my head down. And then I finally just crossed my hands. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pray. I don't, I don't know. Maybe this works. Maybe it doesn't. I have no idea. Well, Father Mike at St. Brennan's would love to have you come, and he'll dip a little, you know, holy water on the top of your forehead, and you can be blessed. <laughs> By the way, that thread. Did you see how many people started sending their photos with them praying? Yeah, I loved it. In the it. first half, I, I couldn't believe it. it. That's why I, I like, wore the rosary beads today. That's why I wrote, I wore it today. I, I swear, I was from my like, dad from I, the Vatican. You know, honestly, honestly, I was just thinking. I was like, all right. I'm not going to think about the show tomorrow. I'm not going to think about it. This guy's so cap. I, I said, no, I swear to God. At halftime, I said, I can't think about that stuff. I can't because the Belichick and the Cousins and the quarterback. <laughs> I said, this is going to be insane. We're going to fight. We're going to yell at each other at the top of our lungs. This guy choking and this guy choking. The amount yada, of legacy yada, yada. drives and legacy <laughs> moments in that game per Bonte Hill was just unbelievable. <laughs> it might have broke the sound barrier for the amount of legacy moments There was a lot a of legacy moments in the game. So was. Steinmetz was like, yep. Mm-hmm. Started early with uh, Lamar's legacy second half. Not looking oh good for his future. Whoa, Zay Flowers. Thank you very much, Zay Flowers. Zay what Flowers, was a how more one-in-a-million play? The IU catch or the punch-out at the half-inch yard line? Or, or how about Lamar getting his pass batted and I, him catching it for a first down? I couldn't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Oh, man. Uh, let's go to... Uh, man, who I am go to so... Exhausted after that game. I feel like I ran a marathon. Alex in the ATL. Alex in the ATL, the night of numbers, the unofficial statistician on the morning roast. I know he's got some numbers for us here. So go ahead, Alex. Spit your fire, baby. Let's go. All right. First off, gentlemen, a, a moment of silence briefly for the, the dead narratives of guys like Nick Wright, Ryan Clark, who said the Niners were front runners, who said the Niners couldn't play comeback football, who said Brock Purdy was a game manager. All those narratives, they're officially dead. So shout-outs to that. But I do have a stat for you guys. So the Lions, as we all know, they had 148 rushing yards at halftime. They finished the game with 182 rushing yards. In the second half, Brock Purdy outrushed the wow. Detroit Lions by himself. Wow. How, I really we... thought that after that fumble, after the Niners scored to make it 24-17, to 17, after that fumble, 
Dan Campbell got antsy. He went away from the run. Yeah. He went away from what was working. And he allowed the Niners to come back because he put the game on the arm of Jared Goff. And the Niners started to get pressure. The, the Lions offensive line worn down. And Goff just couldn't make the throws. The drops were happening as well from some of those receivers. And look, I you know, all credit due to Steve Wilkes for making adjustments at halftime like he needed to. But Dan Campbell did partially punch that game away. You know, he, he gambled too much on fourth down. Had some bad play calling, got antsy, went away from the run. But look, I'm on cloud nine right now, guys. I have, I'm on three hours of sleep. I've watched the game twice now yeah. in the last 24 hours. And, uh, man, I can't believe it. We're going back to another Super Bowl. Viva Brock think, Vegas, baby. Think, think about this, Shasky. Thanks for the call, Alex. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> when they went forward on the fourth to two Detroit, they had 168 rushing yards at that point. 168 rushing yards at that point. They finished the game with 182, so they had 14 the rest of the way. Dan Campbell did quietly go away. Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, they did get tight as well as they coached in the first half because they were running circles around Steve Wilkes and Kyle Shanahan. Oh, it wasn't even I close. mean, Kyle Shanahan got undressed in the this first half. This is why half. they play two halves. This is why they play two halves. And Dan Campbell had to know they were going to get punched in the mouth. They knew the Niners were going to make a run. But for them to get that tight, Josh Riddle's dropping two straight passes. Jameer Gibbs fumbling. So many things just went wrong for the Lions. And I, this Lions fan, I, I swear, man, I felt so bad for them. As much as I, as happy as I was about the Niners, I could, I didn't have it in me to talk any trash to Lions fans. I saw the tears in their eyes knowing that we're up 24-7 yeah, at the half. Uh, like, I, I'm sorry. Here's what I would say to Detroit Lions fans. You know, and, and it's a great season. It's magical. It came to an end, and that sucks. We've been knocking on the door for so long. And I'm not trying to do comparative shopping on fan no. bases. They've been miserable for a long time. This is probably one of the greatest seasons they've had in most of their lifetimes. The Niners have done this over and over and over again. And I was getting to the point where I was like, I don't care about the regular season anymore. That's what I was thinking at halftime. Like, the regular season means nothing. From here on out the rest of my life, regular season means nothing. If we're just going to keep losing in the playoffs this way, we're the Houston Rockets of the NFL. NFL. That's what it felt like. And then they flipped the script and they won that game. I, I just, they got to yeah, cap it but off with I, but the no, Super Bowl. But I'm watching Lions fans, though, as their team is wilting and giving it, and the Niners are, let's be real, man. The Juwan Jennings one-headed catch. The IU play. There were so many things that had to go right for the 49ers. Brock Purdy scrubbing around, hitting Kyle Juszczyk over the middle. I mean, it was just so much going. And for Detroit fans to sit there and watch that real time, I was like, damn, I feel bad for them. Yeah, well, they were down damn. 10 with like four minutes to go. So, But, but after having a 17-point lead. It's true. He had a 17-point lead, dog, at halftime. I know. Halftime in the NFC title game. I'm not apologizing. I'm not apologizing at all. I'm just telling you, I didn't point, have it though. in me to talk trash to them because I was like, you know what? And I told him, I said, you guys got something special building. Now, Dan Campbell said after the game, we'll play this out a little bit later. He was on point. He goes, look, we may never get this opportunity again. <laughs> I understand that. It's going to be twice as hard next season. That's why I appreciate what the Niners are doing right now. We've been to four NFC championships in the last five years. Who, who do you We're, feel the best for? Because I think Trent Williams, seeing big Trent Williams play his entire career and not get to a Super Bowl yeah. and then finally get to it, he was extremely emotional. I mean, Trent Williams is up there. Christian McCaffrey's up there. Yeah, McCaffrey. Um, it's a good call. You know, Tashaun Gibson, who's played his entire career. He's This is his first Super Bowl, I believe, right? Tashaun Gibson, his first Super Bowl. I feel good for him. I feel good for Diamondor Lenore. Shanahan? I feel good for Brock Purdy. You know, I feel good for Aaron Banks. 
You know, Feliciano got the start over Burford yesterday. I feel good for him. How about Colt McKivitz? We didn't say his name yesterday. You know why? Because Aiden Hutchinson did nothing yesterday. Yeah. Well, he had a couple bats early. Early. That's about it. That's about it. Kittle George Kittle. Cloud him. George Kittle saying, I will be back in Super Bowl 54. You know what, Kittle? You are back in the Super well, Bowl. First half, I was like, where is Kittle? Where is George Kittle? First half, where the hell is this guy? So I I, I don't know, man. I, I feel I feel good for Steve Wilkes. I feel good for this organization, and I feel good for 49er fans. Been through a lot. I remember SoFi 2021, how depressed. All the hugs we oh gave. Ask your boy Rocco how many hugs we gave to strangers. And I'll never I'll never tell the story. I'll always tell the story. We had to pick up Charles Haley after that game. <laughs> That's how bad it was. We had to walk up to Charles Haley and say, hey, Charles, we'll be back. It's okay. And he's got his head down like he just played 40 or 60 minutes. So I live right near Lake Merced, kind of on the back of Lakeview. Um, and Michelle said that the fireworks were going crazy. Oh, well, And I heard the mission was off the hook. Yeah, I, heard, I saw some videos of the mission. I saw some was videos. Was it pretty crazy? Uh, Let's take the celebrations, though. We got one more. We got one more. <laughs> nah, man. We got one more. Soak this in. We got one more. But the fireworks in the Levi Stadium parking lot was going crazy. They've been to three Super Bowls in the last, what, 13 years? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Campbell, Kansas City. It's pretty crazy. Kansas City's been to four in the last five. Hey, I mean, you know, like, if you, if you want to win one, what better way to win one than against to, what I believe to be the greatest be, quarterback who yeah, ever lived? To be the man, you've got to beat the man. We've beat one man in Philadelphia. They're down bad. They're down bad. I haven't heard from Philly in a long time. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. You know what? Oh, no. I, I don't want it to be easy. I heard from Philly yesterday. Really? Yo, they were tweeting at me at halftime. Were they really? Oh, yeah. Were they really? A lot of block buttons going up. Oh, really? Feeling great about Kellen Moore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Kellen Moore. Kellen the most overrated OC in the last five He's years. He's getting really good jobs for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Miguel is San Antonio. Great Miguel. <laughs> What's up, Miguel? What's happening? Yo, what's up, Vontae? What's up, Chasky? Victory baby? Monday. Let's pump it up. This is why I listen to the roast. I don't want to hear like last Monday when, you know, different point of view. This time I'll take the win. I don't care how it happened. Man, I'm a cook. Let me cook. It's going to be worth it. First of all, I've been a Niner fan growing up in the 80s, just watching them do incredible comebacks and incredible games. My kids now, this is their time to see this. They're used to just the Niners just going in there and smacking everyone. But these last two games, they know what a true football fan, a, a true faithful is, sticking with your team, just watching them do what they need to do, getting it done. Hey, I'm a roast a little bit too. You know, my brother was at the game. He had he had B-Rabbit up there about 30 yards in his box. B-Rabbit was flowing. He was rapping. And then second, uh, second half started. Man, his palms got sweaty. His, <laughs> knee, his knees got weak. Hey, that second half, those Lions, mom's spaghetti on every play when it needed all over the field. You know what? We went from, let's talk about Brock, 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 Purdy, Magic. We went from Jimmy's happy feet to Purdy's magic feet. You know, when he needed to get those plays done, five scrambles, man, he 10 yards, 10 yards of rush, three third downs, you know, just, oh, he, he was doing it. It was amazing. And you know what? Everyone can see that deep. He, he saw Ayuk that deep throw. He gave us a chance. Everyone can say, oh, that was an interception, whatever. But you know what? That corner had to make a play on that ball. Yep. So you know what? Brock and Ayuk, they got this thing. He knew that's my guy. I trust you. 
and, and look at that arm. That throw, wow, it was just, it was sailing. <laughs> yeah, it was sailing a little too far. That's what it was doing. Just like the first hey. quarter deep ball, the IU on the left sideline. IU had to turn into a quarterback on that play. Bro, he overthrew that so bad. <laughs> Maybe God didn't give us a chance. I'm telling you, man. Odds we, because, we, we because, were owed one, man. Listen, Jimmy Garoppolo, they were shades of that overthrow in the Super Bowl to Emmanuel Sanders. I know a lot of people get on that. Brock Purdy's deep ball was floating around. <laughs> Can I ask a question? <laughs> I know when like a sports team wins, these random celebrities hop on the bandwagon. Oh, I can't. I never knew, and I've listened to a lot of Eminem, I've never heard him once rap about the Detroit Lions. Well, he's from there. No, I... I, I, I mean, you know, it's got to be his team. That's I'm aware. Team Not much Detroit. to rap about. No, right. but, but like, right. was he sure. at other games? He's been to a lot of games. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't see Eminem that as that type to just hop on a bandwagon. I was just asking. You know, yeah. Because no, the, I don't. The, the dye job that he's got going. Robert Sala thinks that you should stop dyeing your beard. His most famous in booth. You guys remember when he's on with Kirk Herbstreet and uh, Brent Musburger? It was a Michigan game way back when. Okay. He was zoning out. That's what he's most. Oh, he doesn't usually right. do interviews. Like he doesn't yeah. really. He doesn't like to be seen from the public. I find him to be very odd the last 10 years or so. He's grown up. Well, I just think the fame has made him...